Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Keys 107 on Blog Talk Radio. Wherever you Blog Talk Radio was brought to you by the Flo- 
Bluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. This portion of the key was brought to us by Moon107.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. Um, Sarah, welcome to the Keys 107 Network, and welcome to the Keys 107. I'm very happy that you could take the time to uh, spend with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful talk with you. Yes, you know, when I first met you, um, there's there's a few elements that have really uh, resonated in my mind, and one certainly is that... um, you're a young um, woman who has started her own company, and at the time that I met you, you were pregnant. And that, that you know, it was um, intriguing to me to see how you managed to get to where you were. Not how you got pregnant, because I'm clear, but... <laughs> But um, you know, how did you get to where you where you are at the point that I met you? Which I think was yeah. was that four years ago? No, no, no. It, it had to be two years because your son is now two and a half, right? Yes, yes. It was about two years ago. Wow, two years prior to my son, I would say guys' essence would have been four years because we'll be six years actually in two weeks. I'm very proud to say that the company has. Has journeyed a, a beautiful, tough road, and it's it made us the company we are today. And about four years ago, you know, my husband and I were five years married, and we wanted to wait, you know, five years before we had our son. And five years kind of came by very quickly. <laughs> so, you know, it it, it it was here, and we were ready, you know, to, to bring another little, you know, little one into the world. And doing guy lessons and, you know, being a mom and running the business, like you know, it's it's a juggling act. And about a year before I had my son, I went on like a year-long detox, and I wanted to cleanse my body from all the toxins. And being an environmental scientist and knowing the toxins that are you know in environment, which end up in our body, no mindful how you know I would say diligent we are, whether it is you know eating organic, eating healthy, but we still have toxins that end up in our body. I really wanted to have my womb be healthy for, for the newborn baby. So I went on my yoga, I'll detox, you know, doing my, continuing my yoga, continuing my exercise. And also I was preparing for my journey of giving birth. And I wanted to experience a natural childbirth. And I felt I couldn't just go into the room and say, 
or I'm going to do this naturally. I wanted to prepare my body for the journey. And so I called it my marathon. And I prepared my body, you know, before, then I had him. And then I continued, you know, my exercise and, you know, my lifestyle, thereby giving him all the nourishment that he needed and continuing to be healthy for myself as well. So it is, it has been a beautiful journey before I had him and then he came and it just continues to be a wonderful partnership with my husband, my son, you know, and the company. Wow. When you talked about um, preparing your body of the toxins, you said you went on a year-long um, detox. So what did you do in a year? And um, It's interesting because when I, when I share the fact that I went on a year-long detox, like everyone thinks it's like a year-long cleanse, but it's almost like a year-long journey, that mental, physical, spiritual journey of preparing for motherhood. So it wasn't only cleansing my body, it was cleansing my mind, you know, getting ready for the fact that I'm going to be a mom, I'm going to be taking care of a little person, my rules are now changing, you know, I was a wife, no, I'm a mother as well as a wife, you know, and this, I, I, I call it ending my self-esteem. Because, you know, during in your 20s, you're young, and like, you know, you can't really think of having babies right now, and then you get to that stage when you're ready. And I call it end your selfish phase, because when you become a mom, you have to share so much of yourself. Mm. It's beautiful. When you, you, you almost give up a part of you and, and, and you take care of someone, someone else. That's right. It's a, it's a beautiful experience. I would never give it up for anything else in the world. I mean, just a birthing experience alone. Because my husband and I had this, it was this, this discussion. So he would ask me, so babe, you know, are you ready, you know, physically, are you ready for this, you know, painful journey of giving birth. And I was like, well, it's not going to be painful. And he's like, I love you, but I think you just talked it all. Like, and you're just telling me that like, labor is not going to be painful. I said, it isn't. So we went to the dictionary, and we found what, what pain is. So pain is the mental manifestation of a physical action. Mm. So if in my mind, I'm not experiencing pain, then my body doesn't feel pain, which is a little out there, I know. But that was how I was able to prepare myself. And when I say my year-long detox, it was getting my mind ready for what I was going to experience. Mm. And that, that took a lot. You have to be on a much different higher plane to go through something like that and, and feel it is, it is a, the burden of meeting that being that's been in you for nine months and you get to meet them. So I didn't think of it as pain. I, I thought of it as my ribbon. So I had ribbons and they were blowing in the wind. And you know, sometimes it's a little kink, but you know, sometimes they'll just flow. And what I realized is when when you allow things to, to just flow in your life, when you allow things to just take place and happen without stress, without tension, it just okay. Mm. And that's that's what I felt with my son. That's what I felt with the company. You know, it's been through its old trials and tribulations by itself. It's a very young company. We only play in six in a few weeks. And, you know, when you run your own business, you know, you're the bottle washer. You're, you're the cleaner. You're everything. You take on so many different roles. And if you're doing it for the right reasons, I always say don't do things for money. Money is cheap. You can always make money. You know, you do it to make connections and, and to change the world. My goal is really to change the world one cup of tea. 
I did not. Why could we see at a time we're gonna change the world? Yes. You know, it's it's simple like like sharing a cup of tea with someone. So what tea time? Tea time is when you take ten, fifteen, twenty minutes, thirty minutes off from your routine. And you connect with whether it's by yourself. You close your eyes. You allow your brain to regroup, to refocus, and just stop. If you're sharing a cup of tea with someone else, you connect with that person, you're able to converse, you'll laugh, you allow the aromatherapy from the tea to hit your face. So it's that time when you connect, whether it's just you or with a group of people. And that really what, what tea time is about. And that's what I love at Guy's Essence with your tea party. So you come into your home, you come into your business, and we share with you through tea. And during that time, a lot of the women and men, they connect with each other. They learn from each other. And when I talk about changing the world, I'll share something with you. When I was nine years old, I remember telling my mom that I wanted to change the world. And I could see her face just like she looked at me that day. And she was like, well, how are you going to do that? And I told her, do education. Hmm. Years old, I had observed people around me in my community that were making decisions that maybe if they had a different knowledge, just different information, they may have made different decisions. And even if they didn't, it was out of free will, but it wasn't out of ignorance. And I just felt like I needed to share the information. So coming from an environmental science background, you know, starting a business. And some people ask me, like, why did you move from doing research to starting guys' essence? But for me, is coming from nine and saying I wanted to change the world, working in the lab, I felt like there was more for me. And, and, and you know, the God, the universe, whichever you believe in, when you're destined to do something, and even if you move into what's that path, but you're not on that path that's destined for you, you're going to get this, this unease, like, you're like, there's something else, there's something missing. And I left, you know, and I started guys because I felt like if I wanted to change the world, I had to do it getting up in front of people. I had to talk to them. I had to educate them. I had to tell them information and have them choose. And I just felt like in changing the world, and that's my opinion, I had to do it starting with women. Why women? Why, why is the name of the company Gaia's Essence? Gaia, the green goddess of Mother Earth, the essence of Mother Earth. Because I just feel like women, women are very powerful. Sometimes you forget how powerful we are. And I think if, if we're so blessed to experience, to choose to have children to experience, even birth, that, that's an amazing power. That's something that not everyone can do, that only women can do. And if you want to change the world, you start with a woman and you share that information with it. Naturally, we're nurturing beings. We want to save everyone. If you share something that's important to a woman, she will take it to her mom, she will take it to her family, she will share it with her friends. And her partners, her husband, her children, everyone will benefit. Why? Because she's the one going out there doing the shopping. If she knows what healthy products to buy, if she understands about preservatives and chemicals and food, when she goes out, she's going to buy healthier products. So that's why it comes with starting with a woman, because a woman's going to be healthy. 
and, and, and if she had children, her children are going to be healthier. In my goal of changing the world, one couple would be at a time, one woman at a time, because with that circle of healthier women, you get healthier communities, and my long-term goal of changing the world. Well, I remembered um, when I met you that you you, you shared the story <laughs> of really how the idea of uh, Gaia's Essence came came by, and you mentioned that um, you know you 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 wanted a cup of tea, and um, you just couldn't find the, tea, the kind of tea you wanted. Yes, yes. When I when I moved here from the UK ten years ago, I searched for healthy teas without any sweeteners, just a good cup of tea and I couldn't really find anything and so my husband you know he challenged me like why don't you just make your own and I'm like you know what <laughs> I will make my own tea you know and so you know with the background is I'm a science knowing of I really sat down and thought wouldn't it be so much fun if I came up with awesome teas and especially naming the tea make them fun so take, for example, you have a chocolate mousse, a Zestimo Hito. Chocolate mousse black tea with cacao beans. Zestimo Hito green tea with all the ingredients in a mojito. If someone maybe didn't drink tea before, but they maybe so excited, maybe they would try some tea and then get the health benefits of the tea. So it's a way of, from out of my own personal needs, starting the tea line and then having now, the whole experience of, from the idea of, of starting something from what you have a history with, um, in, in, you're, you're from Dominica, and yes. you, you've yes. shared with me that, you know, tea was a part of your, 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 your growing up. It's what you, yes. what you and your family did. You had tea. It's, you know, if, if you know, you know, just listening to heritage, you you go outside, you pick the peppermint, you, you pick the basil leaf, you pick all these fresh herbs and you make tea. So when I moved from Dominica to the UK, there was, there was still tea in my lifestyle. When I moved to New Orleans, you know, there wasn't that much tea there. Then I moved to Australia, there was tea there. So it was always a miss one, take one. I, I had tea with me, but some places it wasn't as strong. So when I moved here to, to attend the University of New Orleans, you know, there wasn't there wasn't that much tea around. And then after Katrina moving up to New York, it was like, you know, I'm missing this part of myself, this, this part of my culture, heritage, that really was a big part. So I started it because, again, out of my own personal need and wanting to share, understanding the importance of tea time. Mm-hmm. But now you also talked about, um, and I'm going to go into your background a little bit. Um, well, let, let's go there first before I get distracted. <laughs> um, you said now you, you were born in Dominica, then you moved to the U.K. Yes. Okay, and then you came to the United States to attend the University of New Orleans. I did. Okay, I wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. And what did you major in? Well, when I moved from the U.K., I was awarded a scholarship to attend UNO. And at that time, my passion was environmental science, and still is, but it was interesting enough, 10 years ago, many universities didn't have that curriculum. So when I went to UNO, maybe there was maybe a handful of students who really was in my major, and we kind of created that curriculum. We created the core classes, we created our, you know, our elective, and we put everything together working with the professors. 
because we were very interested, but it didn't exist. So, you know, I'm happy to say now that there are many other universities that have added on environmental science, you know, conservation, environmental policy, all these different curriculums, you know, to their disciplines, which is great, because 10 years ago, it really didn't exist. And growing up in Dominica gave me the appreciation and, and just the love for the environment. You know, we're one of the last Caribbean islands, untouched, unspoiled, about, I would say, 80-something percent of natural tropical rainforest, World Heritage Site, never been destroyed, never been touched. And they always say if Columbus was to come back, Dominica is one of the islands he would actually remember because she is as mountainous as when he saw her last. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place. And to talk a little bit more about Dominica and just a little bit more about my story, Dominica is one of the few places in the world that has the, actually, from what I know, the highest level of centenarian, and that's people over 100. Can mm. you ask, you know, why, why so many people, you know, such a small island, you know, live to be so cold and so happy or healthy? And I say it's a combination of different things. It's the air, clean, it's tropical rainforest, so it's you have a carbon sink there, the air is fresh. It is clean. It is beautiful. Abundance of water, fresh water. So it is a tropical island, so it's always raining. So it, it's called that we have 365 rivers, one for every day of the year. It's very much abundance of food. There's always fresh food growing, whether it's, it's ground provisions, whether it's citrus, avocados. It is it's fresh food, it's fresh water, and I say it's the culture, that no worries, that laid back, you work your farm, you have your family next to you, and there's an abundance of laughter. Laughter is essential. Laughter is a healer. So in Dominica, you have all these little things which end up being big things that many people are trying to, to recreate to make in their own circle. Hmm. It is a combination of different things in Dominica that has allowed this little island to be as amazing as it continues to be. And not many people know about it, which, which is what we love, because if, if you become too exposed, then you lose who you are. And, you know, it's getting out there a little bit more more people are getting to know about it. And, you know, it, it's, it's slowly changing it's, it's evolving, but still staying true to who she is, Dominica. Wow. I wanted I wanted to go there um, while I was listening to you talk. My mind, <laughs> my soul, I think you I traveled. Yes. Oh, what well, you know, that sounds like the perfect place to grow up in. And, and um, you know, I think a little, a little later in our conversation, I can just begin to talk to you about how you're making the adjustment. But... I'm so intrigued about your company and how you got started. I want everyone to know about those amazing uh, blends you have, the the, the mojito and, yes, yes, yes. you know, the, the <laughs> let's talk about those teas. Oh, my goodness. The sure. chamomile vanilla, the carry cake, <laughs> chili chocolate so, spice. I mean, where do you get these names from? <laughs> but like I mentioned, I, I had to make it fun. 
You know, because yes, I'm a tea lover, but not everyone out there is going to love tea. And that's okay. There's so much in abundance. There's something for everyone. But I just thought if I made it fun, maybe someone might be intrigued trying it. But maybe if they tried it, they won't like it. So take, for example, our wellness tea. So we made, you know, a collection of teas, teas for wellness, where we have our detoxifier. Detoxifier is an herbal blend. So herbal teas are just made of herbs, so they don't have any tea leaves in them unless stated by that company, which means they're going to be naturally caffeine-free. So this is a wonderful herbal blend that's going to help the body just flush, get rid of backup, go easier, cleanse the liver. We have the ginger, and the ginger is great for cleansing the liver. So that way your body flushes out. We clean our cars. We clean our homes. Mm. Sometimes we forget to cleanse our body. Mm. So, so it's always good to do a cleanse. And I always say, if you want to start to be healthier, start with drinking more water. Mm. And when you become a tea drinker, you drink more water. So the detoxifier is going to help the body cleanse. The next one in this collection is a rejuvenate. Rejuvenate is a rebirth tea. Rebirth, also called red tea, because South African tea, that's pretty new to the market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has amazing properties. There's no name South Africa for, you know, just relaxing the muscles. It's very, very high in electrolytes and antioxidants. So it brews a beautiful orangish red and almost like a sweet, nutty flavor. So that's the next one in the collection. So after you've cleansed the body, then you get your electrolyte level back up. And that's the rejuvenate. And then the one which you call the collection with is our relaxation. So the relaxation is an herbal tea, which means, again, that there are no tea leaves in it with caffeine spray, which just burnt. So in there we have the ginkgo, we have chamomile, we have organic lemon myrtle, and joint wort. So herbs that really give you that, you know, that peace of mind, relaxing the mind, where you can have a good night. So it's a collection. So you detox, rejuvenate, relaxation, but you can also use them independently. So if you want to just do the detoxifying, or if you just want to do the relaxation, it really is up to the individual. So that's a wellness tea. And then we have our signature blend. So take, for example, our pomegranate ginger white tea, the papaya mate tea, zesty mojito green tea, mint medley, herbal tea, with peppermint and spearmint, very, very minty. Or cranberry bloom, which is cranberry, hibiscus, which is also called sorrel, depending on where you're from, apples, with a beautiful red root. Mm. Naturally, caffeine free because again, so tea, herbal tea, they don't they don't have any tea leaves in them unless stated by the company that they add tea leaves in them. So normally, like a fruit tea, will be caffeine free. So it's a wonderful tea for someone that's not any caffeine or for children. Because I always say for children, you just want to be cautious of the amount of sugar they consume mm-hmm. and the amount of sweetened drinks. So. A tea is wonderful. Mm-hmm. The, younger, the younger you start them off, you'll be surprised. I mean, my son last for tea and he doesn't drink sugar in the tea because he doesn't know what sugar in tea is. Well, that's so, true. That's true. 
the um, blend of the fruit and the tea. Yes, yes. That that I found intriguing because I've never seen that before. I mean, when I buy your tea, you know, I just want to let the world know that I do. You know, <laughs> I've, I've tried many of the flavors, and you you hit a you hit a point that that with in my home, my son is a is a is a big tea drinker. He's he's twelve years old now. Yes. I, instead of buying him juices in the store from he was a baby after he be you know finished breastfeeding, I <laughs> made tea drinks for him. Yes. And so he is accustomed to drinking. We mm-hmm. have tea mm-hmm. in the morning on our way to, on my way taking him to school. You know he has his tea cup and you know he takes re- tea for lunch. Yes, I remember when we were at the last event when I met you again. And he came up and he was like telling me all about the teas, which one he loved, and he was ready to get his tea. Yes. I know he he loves, and you can tell, you can tell when they've been exposed to it from very young, they have that appreciation for the tea. They really love it. They're like, it makes me feel so good. I love this one. I drink this one in the morning. I have this one in the afternoon. Because they really experience tea in their lifestyle. Yes. Well, I think um, the flavors, um, you know, that you have, you named some of them. Yeah. I think that that must have been a lot of fun when you were putting your company together. Um, But I think everything, um, for people who don't know your company, that um, I want to emphasize is that the, um, you know, the love and the professionalism that you've mixed, that you've blended into the presentation of your company. Thank you. You know, the packaging is beautiful. Um, you feel good when you when you take the can up and you look at the beautiful logo. It's 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 very um, herbal. It's it's very feminine. Yes, yes, it, yes. yes. Is, was that the intention? That was the intention. I was just about to tell you. My my husband is, is my business partner, and I'm blessed to be able to work with my husband every day. And he's a designer. He's a computer engineer. He's my right hand. So I remember sitting down with him and I said, love, I, I really want the logo to feel earthy, to be like almost two leaves falling together in a circular fashion, yin and the yang, mm. for the leaves to form a G and an E. So the top part of the logo is a G. But it looks like a leaf that's just kind of falling into place. The bottom is an E. So it really is a G and an E, Gaia Vessels, meaning and Yang, and we all connected. Gaia mm. Hypothesis, all the systems are connected. Mm. And so it took a lot of energy, time, prayers that went into the creation of that logo. And, and now I feel solid in what it stands for and what it represents. One of the things I wanted to jump back to is when we were talking about the uh, fruit and the tea blend. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I almost lost my train of thought. I'm so into this. <laughs> I'm looking at your website, which, um, ladies and gentlemen, is um, GaiaEssence.com, um, G-A-I-A-S. E S S E N C E dot com, and um, you know the the flavors intrigue me, and I'm realizing, uh, Sarah, is that there are a few that I have not um, delved into yet. Oh. Yeah, like for example, the cranberry bloom. Yes. And the That's fruity the one sangria. I was just talking about. Yes, and the fruity sangria. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 
So now that that segues into the next portion of what I wanted to talk about with you. Um, when I saw you a couple of months ago um, at the Jack and Jill function, you you mentioned to me um, that you are now in Whole Foods. All right. All right. Let's talk about that. So an- another blessing along my journey, my story. About two years ago, we started, almost two years, we started attending the farmer's market at our local Whole Foods. And it's a great opportunity where they open up to, to local businesses, local farmers, to come in and showcase their products. I was able to meet with the Eastern VP. I met with the team members. And they loved the product. We were you know, given the application to apply to get in. And within six months, we were on the show. Wow. Six months? Within within six months, the application was put in, and it maybe took another few months, but then we were on the show. So the application process is very long, mm-hmm. but you just you just keep plugging at it. Like anything in life, you just keep working every day, one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. If you can't take it by the hours, take it by the minute, and then if not, take it by the second. You just keep moving forward. And then before you know it, it was completed, and then just the process of waiting to get the order, and and then looking at the shelf and seeing diadems on the shelf means so much to me. You know, my husband, my little one, he's two, and you know, I shop at Whole Foods, and so he sees he sees the products on the shelf. He goes, "Mommy, spices, spices, mommy, cheese," and he's like, "Guys, guys, guys!" Oh, so to him, seeing my essence on the shelf, seeing us work on, on the company every day, and going out and, and seeing, you know, seeing the logo and seeing the name on the shelf, it means so much, you know. It, it, it's been a long journey. It, it's been so worth it. I wouldn't give it up for anything. It's not easy. It's not easy running your own business. It's not as if you were doing anything that you that's worth doing, that you, that you really want to, you see the goals, you see the long-term dream. It's, it's not going to be easy, but just like I mentioned, you got to still keep walking, keep moving forward. I'm sure for you, in running your own business and, and doing the talk show, you know, there are challenges along the way, but you know why you're doing this. You love what you're doing. And even if you come across little bumps, it's just making you stronger. I say that's how we learn. We learn by our mistakes. We learn by falling down. When we fall down, we can do two things. We can stay down and say, I'm down, I'm beaten, I'm not getting up. Or you can get up. Mm-hmm. You can get up. You can decide, okay, let's kind of analyze why I fell. Okay, I fell, there's a rock in the road, I wasn't looking, and then my shoes tripped me. And then you say, okay, well, this is how I'm going to try not to fall in the upcoming days, months, years. And even if I stumble, maybe you may not fall down quickly anymore. Maybe you might just stumble. But because you've fallen before, you anticipate what's coming, you're prepared for it, and you keep moving. So I remember when I was starting a company out, my father-in-law told me something that has stuck with me for time. And he told me, prepare for success. Hmm. Because he said, you know, many people get out there, and then it happens, 
and they're not ready mm. because they're prepared to fail. They didn't expect to make it. Wow. So growing up and having my parents tell me that I can do anything that I want to do. I just have to want it bad enough. Mm-hmm. That's my attitude to life. There's nothing that I know in my heart of hearts that I want to achieve, I can achieve it. And that's just my spirit. I've had parents who've instilled this in me. And then when my father-in-law said, prepare for success, it just stayed with me. Because failure for me is not an option. Mm. Failure is not an option. There was only one alternative, success. Again, not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not going to say that you're not going to have your trials. I'm not saying that you're not going to have your tribulations. But you're preparing for the ultimate goal. Keep your eyes on the prize. Hmm. I like that that failure is just not an option. It's not know? an option. And, it's not an option for me. You say that with such ease. Um It's not. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I wanna I wanna make it clear to our listening audience yes. that um you have you have a very unique background in how it sort of merged and helped yes. you with this company. So let's just go back to those days at uh University of New Orleans. Yes. And what you yes. majored in and so that you know, I don't want people to think that you just had a passion for tea because you grew up with tea. Yes. You know, let's 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 dig deep into that. It's it's I would say God has put things in my life for a reason. And at the time you don't know what it is. You not you don't know what you've been groomed for, but you just kinda of go with the flow. So when I got to UNO, University of New Orleans, my scholarship was actually created for me. They had never given out scholarships to international students before, and I had sent in a lot of biographies of myself, you know, where I had grown up, why I wanted to study environmental science, what it meant to me, understanding that we are stewards of the environment. We're here to enjoy, but we have to enjoy in a sustainable manner. We have to enjoy and preserve and allow future generations the privilege of what we have. So all forefathers, all grandparents, all great-grandparents, they had clean water, they had clean air, they had all these things. They had fresh food, soil that was so well-nourished. Right now, our soils are being depleted, and our soils don't really have anything left in them. It's an old production. So it's like now we have to say, if we don't do something, if we don't become more aware and more observant and take action, we're not going to leave an environment that, that's healthy for our children or our grandchildren, and we're creating problems that they may, you know, take years to solve, or may in the process make them, their bodies, their environment so toxic that it's hard for them to live with the lives. And so that's what environmental science is. Environmental science is understanding all these environmental systems learning how they work, how they function, and how we as the, the, the human race, human species can interact with these environments and not destroying them. It's about understanding how they function. So take for example, when I when I lived in New Orleans, I worked with the Department of Natural Resources and I did coastal restoration. And I was responsible for my own water station where we did water quality, we actually watched the growth of the marshes. We did soil testing. So all these things to find out why they had 
the marshes and New Orleans were dying back. Hmm. And if you understand the dynamics of New Orleans, there's the city has been levied because of just how the city was developed. And so the Mississippi is kind of restricted off her plains, so she doesn't really flow in her natural riverway. Hmm. So once every hundred, hundred something years, the river will, will flood its plain. It, it will literally take over the city. And that's just inevitable. That's just what's going to happen. And so, and, and the city is a very poor state as well. So, and I think Katrina happened, and a lot of people took notice. You know, I lived there at the time. You know, it was actually my office. You know, so I remember having a meeting, and we're like, the city is going to flood. So it was like really taking on the news. And so we left the night before and packed up, you know, a few things. Not expecting that we're not going to go back. Mm. Right? Not expecting that at that moment life is going to change. Mm. And I took my books with me, my computer. I had a test that week. You know, we were driving to Texas. And then we were driving to Texas and we couldn't find a hotel. Everything was booked. And so it was like, your life changes instantly. And if someone told me you had an hour to pack up your life, what would you take? Mm. So I've been through, I've been through situations and I've been through challenges that put me on a path of appreciation and, and just understanding that this can all be taken away from us very quickly. Mm. And appreciating what you have. I mean, we lost family members. My husband lost family members in the storm. So it's like people ask me to do food and stuff. And I say, it's just stuff. You know? It's, it's, it's lives lost that can never be you know, reclaim right. moments and special times with, with people that you love and family. Yeah. So that's more important. That's, that's definitely more important. So going to Katrina, you know, moving up to New York and, you know, finishing up school in New York. But even before Katrina happened, I was awarded a public scholarship to go to Australia, which is, again, just being exposed to so many different places, so many different people, and this opportunity that I was quite observant to see when they were available and apply. So I was awarded a scholarship, you know, after my first scholarship to UNO, I went to Australia for one semester to study environmental science and management. Studying environmental management at Southern Cross University in Lismore. And again, an amazing opportunity to study with professors that worked with the Great Barrier Reef, through environmental planning, you know, we worked on small islands, developing plants. I mean, it was just an experience that, wow, I would, again, not give up for anything else in the world because it's made me who I am today and it's put me at a place where I can understand, appreciate, and share with others. And so when I moved up, you know, from Katrina, coming to New York, I was again awarded another scholarship to finish up at Darling College. And now we have guys that because it was like, do I go back to research? Do I start my company? And Alexander told me, he was like, you know what? He's like, build your dream. And I'm blessed to have a husband who is so supportive and so empowering to me. And, and that's when I, I built my dream and built guys up. And almost six years later, this is what she's become. And even on the journey of, of building guys up and like I mentioned before, we did a tea party. So I had a lot of women ask me that they wanted more than a tea party. At the end of the tea party, they felt like they wanted more. It was so much fun. It was so much information. 
nice to an idea of my husband. I said, honey, what if I had this huge tea party? Think of it as a huge tea party of hundreds of women coming together to learn about being healthier. Hmm. We, we are taught by people in their field who are very knowledgeable and they can deliver the information. Mm-hmm. So we have professionals who are naturopaths, doctors, holistic coaches. We have companies that support us. With all these amazing people and companies and communities coming together to learn about empowering women. And so the name of our conference is Guys That Means Women's Wellness Conference. And you can find us online at www.gewwc.com. And every year we bring professionals together and we share about being healthy. We understand the fact, we understand the fact that everyone is different. So this means that we're all going to have different journeys, different paths on being well. And so if we just respect each other and understand that my path is going to be very different from your path, just because we're different people. And out of respect, if we just leave it like that, yours is different, then we help empower and guide each other. It'll be a beautiful place. And that's what the conference is about. Now, when is the conference and where is it? The conference this year is at the Islandia Marriott. That's exit 58 on 495, if you're familiar with um, New York Expressway. And it's September 28th from noon to 8 p.m. with an entire day of seminars and workshops and different booths and exhibitors showcasing their products and services. So all the companies that are present at the conference are all screened by our board because it's very important to not just have any and anything, any and any product, any and any service at the conference. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. What, what, what I found is that we've had this new green wave of companies saying that my product is great, it's natural, but at the end of the day, they're preservatives and they're, they're synthetic chemicals in the products that have, you know, shown through, you know, research that may cause different diseases, a disease, you know, the disconnection with the body, something's going on in the body that's not totally connecting your body, is telling you something's wrong, is that your body's shutting down and saying, we need, we need to look at me right now, I've been giving you a sign, but now I'm just telling you that you need to pay attention now. And that's what disease is, it's disconnection. And so it's, it's nice to... Well, you know, um, you, you, hit a, you hit a point and saying that you make sure that you screen the companies because sometimes you'll have a product that says organic, and then when you read the ingredients, you see they have parabens in the product and other kinds of chemicals that could lead to long-term health conditions. Mm -hmm. And that I found very amazing in, in, you know, you have to read the labels of natural products, but... I want to go into that with you. I want to talk a little more about the women's conference, but before we get there, I would like for you just to speak a little bit about when um, I first met you in the first demonstration or the first tea party. Um, you talked about the formaldehyde that's oh. used in the tea bags, and that blew my mind, even when I think of it today. So, so what what's happened is, and it's um, a lot of tea bags, so they're bleached with chlorine. So what happens is when you are ingesting your tea, 
you are ingesting chlorine. Mm. So it's very scary. And it's been, it's been done for many, many years, hundreds of years. Who knows how long it's been done? So I always say, if, if you want to do tea, and you have a tea company that you love, and you've been growing with them for, for years, for some time, just make sure that it stays, that it, it's not been, you know, bleached. Mm. And once it's done, that it's chlorine-free, that means that, you know, ingesting chlorine. Or if if you can select a loose tea company, so like I doesn't we only specialize in loose tea. So we've eliminated the packaging of the tea bags. So all we have is you open up your canister and you see the whole leaf tea for the herbs. You can make a cup of tea to your strength. And you don't have to think of the tea bags have been bleached. Mm. You can also make a mixture. If you wanted to add fruit to your green tea, then it's up to you. You can do that as well. So you can have fun with your tea, but but it, but it is you know it's it's quite disturbing to know that you know the, that the sea bags have been reached, and I would say just just be mindful, like anything in life, just be mindful and read ingredients. So I know that um have you tried our spices before? Have I tried the what? Our spices. Oh yes, that's next on my list. That's talking nice. about talking about ingredients. Yes. I was just gonna say that, you know, we cook at home or we make wild or we make it packaged foods or processed foods. And, you know, salt and sugar, uh, there are two things that, you know, at guys that we're very concerned about. And that's one of the reasons why we came up with the salt free seasoning line. For me personally, I started again, just like the teas out of my own personal need. I couldn't find spice blends that had no MSG, no sugar, no salt. Right. Everything had MSG. Everything has salt, sugar, or some type of filler. And if I wanted to cook for myself or my family, I didn't want these things for my body. So I'm like, I can't be the only one, just like the teas, that's looking for healthier products. And so... Our seasonings are no salt, no sugar. We have no added gluten, no corn, no fillers. So it's just going to be this. So you can enjoy the health benefits of the herb with nothing else added. Now tell us a little bit about the spice combinations you have out there. So one of our our top customer favorites is our Mexican daiquiri. So the Mexican taco in there, we have onion, garlic, cumin, oregano, crushed red pepper, cilantro, and basil. All the things you would want to add if you're making taco night, if you want to add it to your chili, if you want to add it to your fresh salad. It is superb on a fresh salad. From arugula, spinach, any other greens, kale, chard. Some chopped avocados, and you sprinkle whether it's a little orange juice or lime juice on it, and you put the Mexican taco on. <laughs> Divine. So good. And because of the, the taste of the spice, what you find is you're not really going to crave the salt. Like, it just gives it such a beautiful flavor mm. that it tastes really, really good. Okay. One, one of our newest blends which is for bacon as 
cinnamon, it's still on cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. Mm. So you can add that to your oatmeal in the morning. Mm-hmm. You can add it to a sweetener to your tea. So what you find is cinnamon regulates your blood sugar, which your memory, your belly fat. So there's so many things that you can incorporate cinnamon to when you get the health benefits. And this blend is wonderful for baking, but it makes a wonderful tea. Oh, really? A cup of, a cup of hot water, and you put a little splash in there. Oh. Wow. No. It comes through, and it tastes amazing. You also have the uh, herbs, the, the province. You have the garlic yes, pepper. Yes, heavenly garlic, garlic herb, Caribbean, the Moroccan, New Orleans Creole, Louisiana Cajun. Yes. So we have, we have something... For, for everyone. So we have something that may be very hot, or spicy barbecue, mm-hmm. something like a Louisiana Cajun with cayenne. It has the thyme. It has garlic. All the wonderful flavors. And doesn't really get that hot, but it has a little kick to it. It has a little kick. <laughs> a little kick to it. The New Orleans Creole makes a wonderful, you know, all-purpose blend. It's parsley, it's celery, that you um, have for your tea parties that people can give tea parties? Sure, yeah. So, at Guy's Essence, when I started out, I started out doing the tea parties, you know, for families and friends. And then, you know, people started asking, you know, can, can I join? Can I, can I join the movement? And I'm like, the movement? It, it's just me. It's just me, you know, working towards my goal of changing the world. And I'm just happy around doing my own thing, doing my tea party. And, the people asking me that, I had to sit back and realize that there are others that really wanted to join the So what we started is that we created the tea party alongside our consultants. So we created a guidance consultant program. So we have men and women who join the company, and they do tea parties, they do tea demonstrations with us, which is beautiful to know we've built a partnership with men and women in the community where they financially benefit from attending the tea parties and conducting the tea parties and, and sharing the, the healthy products with their family and friends. So now the culmination would be, of course, if somebody wanted to purchase the, um, the products, they can go to um, Whole Foods or they can yes. order direct on your website. Correct. Or they can host a tea party. Or they can host a tea party. Yes. So that's exciting, and I thank you so very much for sharing your story and um, your op- your obstacles and how you overcame them and, you know, the wonderful experience you had with preparing for your childbirth. Um, I wasn't expecting that, but I, I am, <laughs> I'm so happy 
that you shared it. I mean, yeah. it's so warm and so and so it's so encouraging to see that you've been able to find find your your place in the world, a place where you're happy, and be yeah. able to do this and build with your family. Yeah, I think I think the most precious thing about it is I get to share it with. The man that I love, my husband, you know, we're going to celebrate eight years together this year married, and then ten years together, eight years married, and then a beautiful son, but we get to work with him, you know, from home and from New Year with him every day, and, and that's priceless. It is priceless, and you're priceless. You know, um, you oh, have you. you have a, thank you for having me. A beautiful spirit, and um, you know, we didn't get a chance to touch when you were talking about the beautiful island of Dominica. <laughs> how how I connected with you because I immediately told you that, yes. and I couldn't wait to tell you. I had to wait till the workshop was over, but I wanted to tell you so bad that I know one of your your stars of Dominica, Nazio, Nazio Fontaine. Fontaine, yes. Yes, we love Nazio here at um, Keys 107. Uh, we hope one day to get him on our show, but um, he's one of the premier reggae artists, uh, for those of you who are hearing his name for the first time. And I always say he's the Bob Marley of Dominica. Okay. That is true. Yes. Okay. Beautiful music. And, you know, I've got to visit that island. Um, see those okay. rainforests rain well, you talked I'll about. Share, I'll share a sneak peek with you as Something that, you know, um, that Seattle Mar has been planning is a wellness retreat in 2015 in Dominica. Oh, my goodness. So that's something that, that's on the radar that I'm, I'm looking at. It's promising. It's actually at a place that my husband and I stayed at. It's a beautiful eco-resort in the rainforest. They have the cabins that you walk into. Like, it's just like you look over the ocean tranquil, they make all this food fresh from the garden, it's organic, the water is both locally, just a beautiful place, and I've always wanted to do a retreat, and when I walked through there earlier this year, my husband looked at me, and he knew, he said, this is the place, right, and I said, yeah. Ah, well, so, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it out of the mouth of Sarah Lerone Hutchinson, the founder and CEO of Gaia's Essence. Um, what, did, what year did you say that was? 2015. 2015. Well, the Keys 107 Network is going to be there with you in Dominica in 2015. Wonderful. Um, let's give out some contact information in case somebody was interested in uh, getting sure. in touch with you. So you can contact us at customer service 631 Six five zero six zero six, or you can email us at info i n f o at gaia's essence g a i a s e s s e n c e dot com, or you can visit our website gaia's essence dot com g a i a s e s s e n well, thank you again, and you're welcome to come back to the Keys um, anytime you like. And if you'd like to come back sometime before the uh, wellness conference, which is uh, September 18th. Um, no, I'm sorry, September 28th. Yeah, September 28th from 12 to 8 p.m. at in Icelandia. 
and that's out here in uh, Eastern Long Island. If you want to come back to the Keys, you are more than welcome to come back. And thank you for inviting me again. I definitely would love to. Yeah, and just talk about that uh, wellness conference. Um, Hold the line for one moment. Okay, thank you. Well, we're going to continue our series of women in business and those making things happen as the days progress. We're not through. We've got so many wonderful women doing so many wonderful things. I'm Sister Rafika, your host, and I thank you once again for taking the time to spend with me today. Tune in next week when our special guest will be Minister Abdul Hafiz Muhammad. He'll be here to talk about relationships, um, the the role of the woman, the importance of the woman. And also, uh, we have a very special treat uh, after Minister Hafiz um, gives us his uh, lessons in relationships. We have our brother Marcus Peace joining us to talk about conflict resolution in relationships. So get ready to get your pens and your papers. Get on the phone. You got some problems. Let's work them out. (laughs) Well, listen, I'm going to be ready for that. conference in Dominica. Um, you know what? You can reach us. You can contact us. You can send us show suggestions. You can tell us how you feel. Go to our website, www.thekeys107network.com. Thekeys107network.com. I'm Sister Rafika. I'm going to, you know what? Forget it. I forget everything. I'm going I'm going to the office and I'm gonna make me a cup of mojito tea from Gaia's essence, yes. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Good night everybody. Thanks.
listening to the keys on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, nah, nah, nah. 